Welcome to Infinite Impact Radio, a podcast for impact influencers by impact influencers with world-changing missions. Hey there, impact influencers. My name is Evans Putman. I'm the founder of Infinite Impact Coaching and Consulting and the host of Infinite Impact Radio, where I interview entrepreneurs about their purpose-driven businesses and their missions to contribute towards creating a positive ripple effect in the world. Thank you for joining us today, and I look forward to sharing your world-changing mission soon. All right, welcome everybody to Infinite Impact Radio, the show for impact influencers by impact influencers with world-changing missions. And uh, I'm really excited today. I've been I've been chatting back and forth with a, a new friend who I just met recently. And um, he just came back. He, he's gracing us with his presence after spending <laughs> an amazing time on a birthday week vacation, yep. uh, which that's that's great. I, I know that, that those are always fun. Taking more than a day, you should just celebrate it for a week. Why not even a year? Right. But, um, this is Cesar Espino. Yes. And I wanted to introduce him real quickly and just let you guys get to know him. Then I'm going to let him jump in and introduce himself as well. So. Uh, and Caesar, you can correct me if I get anything wrong here. I'm just pulling for some notes. But Caesar was born in Mexico City, and he was raised by a single mom. And he he just wrote a book, sort of sharing his story of overcoming and becoming successful. And that that really intrigues me. And I know everybody that's listening is going to get some great gold from that. Uh, Caesar also holds a master's degree. He's an entrepreneur with several businesses. And he encourages others to follow their dreams regardless of their circumstances. Now, some of the things that I wanted to point out too with Caesar is he's a real estate investor. He is an NLP practitioner. He's a multiple book author, and he recently started his own podcast, which yes. is uh, awesome. And I, I look forward to checking that out and, yeah. um, and being on it, which we're going to sort of swap podcast interviews. So Caesar, welcome to Infinite Impact Radio, thanks for being here, and please definitely do share uh, anything that I missed during that introduction. No, yeah, definitely. First and foremost, thank you so much for uh, having me here. Um, I'm definitely very blessed and pleased to be here, even though I just came back from a beautiful uh, one-weekend vacation. Um, <laughs> definitely, it's, it's good to, to be here. And uh, no, you actually got everything pretty much on point, right? Uh, and maybe I can just go more into, into that. Um, as you mentioned, I was born in Mexico City. And really, uh, I think one of the things that make me uh, who I am now is that at an early age, the age of four, um, I started working for myself, right? And so very similar, like many, I would say many families that come from other countries, you know, at one point, somebody in the family is going to take that leap of faith. In my case, or in my family, it was my mom. And so at the age of uh, just, I was only about four months uh, uh, after I turned four, that my mom decided to take her own leap of faith and leave us behind to come in, 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 into the States. And, you know, I remember that moment because, you know, as a kid, you, you, you tend to, you know, ask yourself, was there something that I did? Um, what's going on? You know, you, there's all these questions that are coming, you know, to you. Right. And without even knowing the, the true reason, you start creating this idea or this um, facts in your mind that may not be factual to, to, to that moment. Yet you still believe that. Right. And so I knew for me, 
it, it was a change in my life. I knew that from that point forward, uh, being born into just one parent, not knowing my biological father, and then knowing that my mom was leaving, I knew that from that point forward, that was my first turning point in my life because now I had to start working to be able to survive. So that's how I started in my, in, you know, in my early uh, uh, days, I started working at an early age. I didn't have the ability like any other kid to go out and play and have those, you know, you know, those things that a lot of kids will do at an early age. And so at that time it was just my mom, uh, my grandmother, my older brother, myself, and the three of us, we were literally just working to survive. There was times that I remember we didn't have anything to where we uh, had what I considered to be the uh, Mexican specialty dish, which was just a tortilla with grain of salt. And that's all we had to eat. Um, because again, we didn't have anything else to go after, you know, go by. Um, it wasn't until like maybe the age of uh, uh, 10 and, and between the age of four and 10, we did a lot of different things. And again, you can actually check that story out on the book. Um, nevertheless, at the age of 10, my mom came back for kind of like the second time. And she came back with the determination of taking us to the States and um, giving us an, you know, a new life. That one was a little bit different for me. And I think a lot of people uh, kind of go through this and they face this through their own journey in many uh, multiple aspects. Because for me, when I came to the States, um, I was very, very uncomfortable. Not only was I uncomfortable, I felt out of place. I felt that I didn't have anyone, um, you know, on my side. I didn't communicate. I didn't read. I didn't write. I didn't have any friends. I couldn't speak English. I couldn't communicate with anybody, right? And so at that moment, um, I remember uh, now who I see as my dad, you know, back then it was my, my stepdad or it's my stepdad, but I see him as my dad. Nevertheless, at that moment, I didn't recognize him as that. You know, I just met this guy and, um, you know, I had seen, seen him a couple of times. And I remember one day very specifically, uh, we got into a little bit of an argument. I was about 10 and a half, 11 years possibly. And I told him, I said, first of all, you're not my dad, so you cannot tell me what to do. Secondly, you need to send me back to, to Mexico. I, I don't want to be here. If you think about that for one second, though, that's what many people face in a relationship, in a job, in many aspects. Why? Because we are so, okay, so comfortable going back to what we know to be true. I was, at that moment, I was so comfortable to being poor. I was so comfortable to uh, knowing people. I was so, so comfortable to being in that environment, in that society, which was in Mexico, right? That I was fearful of the unknown. We are so, we are so many times we are fearful of the unknown of taking that, the leap of faith or, you know, uh, because you're so uncomfortable, you don't want to face that. And so therefore you don't know if you actually want to be able to, to do that. So for me, I was fearful of being in this great country. I was fearful of not being able to communicate. I was fearful of what's going to be of my future. And so I was much more better off going back to something that was comfortable than facing the reality. And I think that that's something that we face a lot in, in many aspects, right, in, in our lives. And so we got to be able to take that and understand that just because it's, it's unknown or, you know, it, it feels uncomfortable, it does not necessarily mean that it's a bad thing, right? We have to be able to understand that, right? So that was another moment in my life where, you know, I, I, I realized something and, and, you know, as we fast forward into my life, you know, I've, I've gone to, um, you know, I've got my master's, I've, I, I've been educated, I've, I've, I've definitely followed that, that, that route of the being the traditional school. Yet I realized that, uh, I would say maybe about three, three, four years ago, that there was more to it for me. You know, coming back from my humble beginnings, I said, there's got to be some, something more for me. And so what I decided to do is 
I decided to take my own leap of faith and I left my six figure paying job. That was a really good paying corporate job. And I remember people telling me like, are you crazy? Why are you doing this? Why are you, you know, leaving your job benefits all the, you know, nine yards. And I said, you know, I, there's more to me than this. And that's when I decided to take my leap of faith. And believe me, it, it has not been easy. It's been a, a roller coaster, just like a lot of entrepreneurs will go through that. Except that was that that is what's make it it makes it really good. It's that journey, right? And uh, since then, I've been you know doing more of uh, you know I, I I wrote a book. Never thought I was gonna write a book. Um, I did two books. I didn't think I would ever do any of that. I'm in the process of now doing my 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 last, another book, which I should be done in hopefully in another two weeks, which is. Uh, my same book in Spanish because I've been getting a lot of, a lot of response on that. Um, and then uh, on top of that, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a real estate investor. Um, I do NLP practicing and a bunch of other things that I'm doing, you know, within my community. And so I just want to be able to keep doing more of that and helping out more people by really, I focus on three things. I want to empower them. I want to inspire them and I want to um, uh, aspire them to become a, a better, you know, human being in, in their lives. So that's, that's great. Well, uh, so I want to jump back just a little bit and yeah. touch on a couple things you said then, because sure. I'm curious. <clears throat> um, one, I find this very synchronistic because I heard something this morning and yeah. I'm sure we've heard this a lot. Instead of thinking of your past and the mistakes and the troubles you've had and living there, think of it as wisdom that you gained yes. for where you are here. Right. Uh, and that reminded me as you were talking about your journey, do you think that um, taking that leap with your mother, taking that leap of faith and bringing you here and with you, I guess uh, you wanted to go back into that comfort zone escape hatch. You wanted to take mm -hmm. that escape plan, the easy route out, but instead you stayed. So mm -hmm. do you think those leaps of faith in the past gave you more internal strength, internal power to help you overcome anything that you faced once you decided to take that next big leap of faith to leave that job and join the entrepreneurial world without really having, um, like I think Steve Larson, who a lot of people listening know he has said, he'd said something once about jumping out of the plane and, yeah. you know, putting the parachute together as you're going down instead of putting it together in the plane. Right. So I'm just curious if that, that those things yeah. back then helped a lot along the way. Yeah, definitely um, they did, right? Um, again, I go back to same to to, the, to one important thing. My mom leaving Mexico and leaving us behind, you know. Again, you know, I believe that I, I realize that, and I'm like, at this moment now, I realize why she did it. You know, I I understand perfectly. Back then, I did not. Yet that her leap of faith led to uh, another series of event, which is me being in this great country. And when I asked my my dad to take me back, I'm glad he didn't. Yet one thing that I had to do then at that moment, I realized, okay, well, he's not sending me back, right? I'm stuck here. So then, what can I do? Then I surrender. I surrendered to the process. I I, I said, okay, if this is gonna be my new reality, what can I do today to make this my best reality? Okay, well, I need to learn how to speak. I need to learn how to write. I need to learn how to do all these things. So a lot of times you have to surrender to the process. And so for me, uh, I, I would say that was one of those moments where I surrendered to the process and I said, I need to make this my best, uh, you know, my best thing ever. And uh, going back to, to, to the past, I believe that, you know, uh, your past should not be, uh, you know, who you are now in, in terms of 
um, convicting you of something that you are not. You know, and what I mean by that is that um, actually, I think Les Brown talks about this too. He says, you know, if you're convicting somebody for an action that they did in the past and they've changed, you're convicting the wrong person because at the end of the day, you're growing as a person. I believe that the past should be merely an experience and education. It should be a direction of where you want to go moving forward. If you learn from that mistake, that error, that whatever the case may be, you learn from that, then you have grown, you know, from that. And so you shouldn't be convicted for that. You should use the, the past as a, a you know, experience to you to the next uh, step in your life. I love that. Um, and, uh, speaking of growing as a person, then, <clears throat> excuse me, one thing we discussed before was um, being authentic. Uh, we talked about, you know, hey, this yeah. podcast is all about being authentic because you have a little puppy there. I was like, if it yeah. jumps up <laughs> on your lap, whatever, yeah. we don't care, you know, let's just go with it. Um, but growing as a person, it sounded like, there was something that triggered that move from the corporate world to taking that leap of entrepreneurship because you wanted to move and rise more into your authentic self. And right. I'm just curious if there's a little story behind that that you would share with us. And maybe uh, on top of that, just a couple of tips that people can use to find their authentic self to help them, you know, leave that person behind that is the person that's doing what it should be doing as yeah. opposed to what they were meant to be doing. Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think there's, uh, there's definitely a lot of lessons in, within that. Um, you know, through, throughout my, my life, um, part of the reason why I decided to leave my corporate job is I felt deep down that there was something missing, right? And I think that once you start looking deep down into your own life and you start um, reflecting on your life, you start looking at what are some of the accomplishments that I've done? Is this enough, right? Um, and for me, I felt like, yes, I, I, I had the, 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 the pleasure to, to work for really good companies. Uh, I had the pleasure to travel all over with work and pleasure both and for me it just wasn't enough and so for me i can tell you that i fell so many times I, there were so many times that i had so many failures left and right and, and i can tell you right now that in the last three four years when i decided to take the leap of faith not only did i probably left a good job uh which i'm, I'm okay with that Except I've also lost a long-term relationship. I lost friends. Um, I had I was in a ten-year relationship that that went south. Um, I uh, had a bunch of friends. Yet, is is that thing where sometimes from pain you either growing from pain or you're failing from pain. And I decided to grow. Although it hasn't been easy, it's been one of those things where I continue to grow. So for me, it was more of the fact that I have a daughter, and I wanted to make sure that. I gave my daughter the ability to have a better future than I did. So I'm going to take you back to that. And I think this is where it's going to tie into this. You know, not only was I, or not only am I an immigrant to this country, I came here when I was 10, uh, didn't have a father. By the time that I was 15 and a half, I faced what I didn't think I would ever face in my life. And that is that I, I, uh, I was having a kid and I was definitely not fit for that because I was a kid raising a kid. And one thing that I remember, I make this promise to my, to my daughter at that point is that I said, I, I'm never going to uh, do anything other than take care of you. And I'm going to make sure that you have a better future than I did and that you never have to work the way I had to work. 
to me, that was an, it actually, and I'm not, I'm not saying that go out and get pregnant at 15 or anything like that. What I'm saying is my reality is that to me, that made me be that, that kind of like that why. Why am I doing this now? What do I need to do next? Instead of falling to gangs or instead of saying, you know what, I'm not going to take care of my kid or, or not be part of her life. I said, no, I need to turn things around and I need to, I need to make sure that I do that. So that became uh, more or less my reality from 15 to now. It's like I've been working on that and I've been working on that and I've been working on giving that. And I said, okay, what else can I do? Going back to also coming back, uh, coming from, from a, a humble beginning, I said, there's more to this. If I can help more people get empowered by my message, it doesn't matter where you're coming from. It doesn't matter if you're from Mexico or the U.S. Because every, every country that I've been to, there's always somebody that needs that help. And I'm like, if I can help them out, um, then I'm, I'm, I'm living a, a bigger purpose. Yes, working in corporate America was good and I was doing a great, a great job, yet it wasn't impacting anybody but that company. How can I get to more people? I said, well, my book, my podcast, now that I started, um, you know, anything that I'm doing. And so that, that became part of that. And it's funny that you mentioned the other book that I, that I kind of, uh, I was a co-author. It was actually there to be authentic volume five. And I was invited to be part of that, just to talk about my authenticity and how that played a role in my life. And I talked about it in that book where you have to just be true to yourself. You have to be, uh, you have to surrender to yourself and you have to understand that, uh, you know, where do you want to go and, and, and how can you impact more people humbly so that they can actually follow that, you know, in their own journey. Yeah, that's great. I love that. Well, speaking of your books, Mm -hmm. And your podcast. Um, I'm just curious. You, you know, we we have to get our message out there. I mean, you have an yeah. amazing message. You have a purpose. You want to reach these people, but if you just sit quietly back and don't get out there, then nobody's going to ever be affected by that. So, right. um, as far as your books, did you start with books first? Did something get you to decide to do a podcast, or have you taken other uh, ventures along the way to try to get your message out? At first it was really through a lot of uh, self-development uh, seminars and events and just being out there, networking, talking to people, uh, getting to know more uh, like-minded people. And, you know, I think that was good. And obviously social media, you know, that that's one thing that I use a lot, social media, uh, joining, uh, organizations that 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 are empowering other people so one thing that i that i do is um every so often i go down to uh ensenada mexico which is about 12 from here and we actually go out and build houses for people that don't have anything right people that it, it reminds me of me when i was a kid that we didn't have anything so we go out and and, and build houses so I, I network with those people and about a year and a half ago i'm like there's going to be something different that I can do. And I said, how can I get to more people? At that time, I, I was actually just thinking about what can I leave behind for my daughter and, and, and for her kids to come and things like that. And, and I said to myself, what if I write a book, right? Um, at that moment, I didn't have nothing more than just, I just want my daughter to have a book, to have something from me. I didn't even think of, you know, anyone reading my book or anybody even buying my book. I didn't think no one was going to buy my book. And um, that's where that, that, that idea start, started. And so I, I began writing my book. Um, my daughter actually edited my book. She, she read it just, you know, one of the, was the first person to read it and she loved it. And I said, okay, well, I, at least now I have it. And, and I did it more also for self-accomplishment. I wanted to have a, something that I did for myself, right? I wanted to feel good. And I published the book and so far it's been, I, I, I feel like it's been a blessing because a lot of people are liking the book and it has gotten into many different hands. 
And uh, later on last year, I said, well, okay, that's good. I see a lot of people doing podcasts. I've been very fortunate to be on several different podcasts. And I said, man, that's a good way to also reach more people. And so how can I get into, again, more people? And I said, okay, well, let me start a podcast. And that's how that, that, that idea grew. And now I'm getting people asking me, hey, is your book in Spanish? And my mom wants to read it, my, my uncle, or whatever the case may be. And I said, it's not yet, but it will be. Yeah, yeah, so. I love that. So, you know, what? I, one of the takeaways that I take from that that I hope everybody was paying attention to was you didn't, you had the idea for writing a book. And you didn't sit there and immediately start thinking, okay, what's in chapter one? What's in chapter two? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? Your inspiration was to leave something for your children. So you had this big inspiration and you just went with the inspiration and left the ego. Like just said, you got to stay back here. I'm I'm going for this. Um, So do you think, I, I know the answer to this, but just for our listeners purpose, do you think that by doing that, that helped you become much more successful at getting that book out there rather than, you know, starting to think and plan and do all the other things? Yeah, no, definitely. I, I think so. And I think that's in anything in your life, right? I think that if you, if you have um, a lot of times, it's not about how am I going to do this? It's about the end in mind. What do you have? What are you trying to accomplish? What is the end goal? Um, a lot of people get hung up on how am I going to do this? Can I do this? Do I have the means? Do I have the knowledge that I have? And then you go through all of this list of things and then you tend to forget that that's probably the least important because you have to first understand and have a clear picture of where do you want to be and where do you want to go? I knew that at the end of a uh, period of time, I wanted to have a book. Uh, I published my book in, uh, uh, I think in April of last year. I told myself, I want to make sure that I finish my first complete uh, edition or my first uh, copy of my book by the end of February, a year ago, by the end of February, so that I can give it to my publisher, to uh, my editor, and then they can do whatever they got to do. But I was so determined on finishing that that, I, that that once I knew what was the end in mind, I created an, a game plan for that. And I started writing X amount of pages per day. And I actually finished two weeks prior to my end, and you know my end time, and um, and talking about even an editor or, or a publisher, I didn't have, I didn't know anyone, so I started asking people, and that's what I think that is very powerful when you have a network of people. Sometimes they might have something that you don't, and it's okay to ask. And so I asked a, a couple of people. A friend of mine, uh, she had also uh, published a book, and 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 I asked her, I'm like, hey, who do you use for your for your book? And then she connected me with that person. We started talking. I'm like, you know what? Awesome. Let's do it. Right. So that's the other thing too, is that don't, don't, don't get hung up too much on, on, you know, how you're going to do it. Make sure that you understand what you're going to do. Yeah, definitely. That, and that's um, one of my coaches, Myron Golden, uh, he, he calls it the master key to success mm. is basically to, you just put that result out there. You know what you want and then you just go. Yep. You know, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, and that's something that's hard to learn for a lot of people and myself included. Right. And I think you put it perfectly. It wasn't just the book, but it's everything you do in life. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, like, hey, I want to, you know, learn how to snow ski or, hey, I want to start a new business or, hey, I want to do this. It's I want to start a podcast. You right. know, I, I, I can't tell you how many entrepreneurs I've met who they get so hung up on 
what microphone am I going to use? How am I going to record it? How am I going to edit it? How am I going to do this? And I'm like, I actually had a friend of mine. I'll tell this story real quick who told me, because I think this might be helpful to some people listening. Um, and I was going through a hang up one time with my podcast because I previously had worked in a podcast. I was the marketing guy Hmm. behind the scenes and we had a well-oiled machine where we had an editor, we had all these things that went. And when I decided to do it on my own, all I could think of was like, how am I going to edit it? How am I going to do this? How am I going to get it out to all these different channels? How? And um, I finally reached out to a friend of mine who he basically held up his phone, his iPhone. And he's like, here's what you need to do. Open up the voice memo app, press record, talk. You have a podcast. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, it, it all it took was that though. And it flipped yeah. the switch. And I was like, I get it. It wasn't that right. he was trying to tell me that's how you do the podcast. He was trying to tell me just proclaim it end in mind, like you said, and yeah. go for it. Um, yeah. You know, and, and let me add to something to that. Actually just uh, trigger something in my mind. Um, one of my mentors too, his name is Marshall Silver. And uh, he said, sometimes, you know, you have to uh, create something right. And in this case, let's say a podcast or even a book or whatever the case may be a software, right? He said, create something and, you know, don't get too hung up on, you know, how beautiful it might look or whatever the case may be, put it out. And then if, if, if you have to refine it, put out crap point two or put out crap point three. And he, and he said, he says it's like that. It's like, it's, that's what the software company they do. And when you think about it, it is true, right? That's what they do. They, they, it's not, a, it's not going to be perfect. It's something that is good enough to help. And then, they find something that might, you know, a Twitch or something, they put out another version. And so we got to be able to do that. So yeah. that was the first thing. The second thing that you trigger was, um, you know, uh, going back to, 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 you know, um, having, uh, I lost my thought process now. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> um, it'll come back to me. It'll okay. come back to me. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll say this and maybe this will help trigger it, but <laughs> you, you talked earlier too about failure. Mm-hmm. And um, how you failed multiple times. I think there's another big lesson there. And Tom Bailu, who I think that's how you pronounce his last name, he founded mm-hmm. Quest and sold it. He was at Funnel Hacking Live, and okay. he was talking about artificial intelligence and how artificial intelligence, if you could watch it learn to play chess, it might make a move, it might lose on that first move. But unlike humans, it doesn't start beating itself up. Oh, I'm horrible at this. I'm terrible. I'm never going to be good at chess. I'm not. Yeah. It just says, okay, I calculate. I saw I did that. Now I'm going to do this next. And yep. it takes the next step. So it fails, but there's no judgment in the failure. Right. Yep. So yep. I think I, I'm curious if that's something you've learned along the road too. Oh yeah, de- definitely. And, and, and let me back, get back to that because it did trigger, it reminded me of what I was going to mention. So, oh, good. <laughs> um, yeah, I did. See, um, so you, you were talking about, you know, even the podcast, right? And your friend telling you, you get up the phone, hit recording and, you know, boom, you have a podcast. Um, with that, a lot of times if we go back to when we we're kids, right? When we we're kids, we didn't uh, complicate things. You know, we wanted to go across the, the, the road. We went across the road. We didn't even look both ways uh, and, and, or whatever, right? Or we wanted um, to get something from the, 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 the table and, and you can reach. You find a way to get that from, from that table. We as human beings, as we get older, we tend to put up this guard and we tend to put up this wall and we tend to overcomplicate things, right? Sometimes we have to be able to go back to, to, to that, that kid's mind and do not allow all these things that are surrounding us 
or the society or the consequences or the thoughts to um, to really take away um, what what is the true potential that, that you can do in, in that moment, right? And so if we if we you know sit back and, and say, hey, let me not overcomplicate things. Let me think about this in, in a kid's mind. How would I do this? Sometimes the answer is there. A lot of times the answer is there, right? And so that, that was one thing that I wanted to just mention because I know I found myself doing that too, you know, overcomplicating my podcast. I'm like, what am I going to call my podcast? Are people going to like my name? I mean, I was hung up on that for a long time. <laughs> and I said, I'm just going to call the name of my book. You can overcome anything podcast show, you know? And so Perfect. again, you know, if it doesn't work, like my mentor said, I'll put up crap number two later on, you know, and change it. Just get started, right? Yeah. So that's going back to that. Um, and then uh, in, in terms of failures, yes. Uh, for me, I, I, I go back and, and I feel like, okay, uh, now I see it in a different perspective. I'm thinking more of what is the lesson that I needed to learn here? If, if something didn't go as planned, if I fell at something, it, it didn't work out, uh, you know, in real estate, you know, I, I was having a, a, a property that I was working on and it didn't pan out the way I wanted to. And, and I'm like, okay, what was the lesson here? Why didn't this work? Right. Uh, and so now I ask my question that, that I asked, I asked myself that question It's like, what, what is the lesson to be learned? What can I take away from this experience? Right. And, um, throughout my life and through a lot of things that I do in, in, in my day-to-day life is I do see that there are a lot of failures yet that is what's helping me continue to continue and to continue. And if I was to give up on the first failure, I don't think I'll be here right now. Right. And so don't let that, that the, the, the fear of failure take away the opportunity of what is to come. Right. Because there's the lesson to be learning in, in that failure. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, as a father too, I, I really loved what you've talked about because I'm a father myself. I have an eight-year-old daughter who these are oh. pictures. Oh, yeah, there, my, yeah, yeah. My entire office is nothing but artwork from my daughter. Yeah. And awesome. One, nice. One of the yeah, one of the main things, like yourself, was uh, this is for her. The reason I started going on the entrepreneurial journey and started this podcast and started yep. doing things to create more impact was for her because. I feel like if we are transforming lives out there and creating a ripple effect, it's going to make the world better for mm-hmm. the ones that come after us who right. are our children. I have grandchildren now, hard to believe, um, mm. you know, um, and it's, it's something that I think is really important. So I want to go back with that being said, I wanted to go back and touch on there were three words when it comes to transforming lives. Okay. You gave me three words earlier, and I, I failed to write them down. One of them was empower. Um, oh, empower, inspire. Yes. And aspire, A-S, aspire. I love it. So how did you come up with that, and is that part of your overall process? Is it part of something that you developed in the book, or is you know, you, you know I, Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I, I, I talk about it. Um, be, you know, a little bit in the book and, and, and I just something that I created, I said, okay, wh- you know, what are three key elements that I can identify uh, for me where I want to leave uh, some sort of impact on people, right? And, and one of the things that I do, in, you know, when, I, when people buy the book and, and, and you know, uh, when I was doing a, a um, book party and I was, you know, uh, signing off the book, I said, and it kind of goes back to this. I said, you know, even if you don't like the book, I, 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 my hope is, my faith is that, people are going to take either a paragraph, 
a uh, sentence, a word, or a phrase that is going to impact their life positively. So those three words, you know, depending on where you fall into, I just want to be able to leave some sort of impact in your life, some aha moment, something that says, you know what, I can see this differently. This phrase, this word, this little line now gave me the, uh, the thought process of changing something in my life that's going to help me move forward closer to whatever I'm trying to accomplish, right? And so what I'm, what I'm looking at that is how can I inspire somebody to become a better person, right? Uh, I got a, a message from somebody a, a couple of weeks back and uh, this guy was, has been following me on Facebook and I, you know, I was doing Facebook lives a lot at that time. And he said, Hey, you, you really don't know me. I just want to tell you that you have inspired me to write up and write my own book now. And, and, and because of you and, and, and what you've talked about and, and your inspiration, I'm going to do this. And sure enough, the guy just published his book, right? So it's those little moments that to me is like, wow, they just make me feel really, really good. And then empower people, empower people in the sense of how can I, um, you know, become a better version, better version of myself by, you know, creating some sort of legacy, whether it's through, you know, your personal life, your professional life, you know, how can I give them tools that they can be empowered by, right? And so one of the things that I do is, whether it's through an NLP uh, session, you know, that I can help you uh, remove a limiting belief, whether it's through uh, my real estate investing, I, I do mentoring for students. If people want to get into that and they want to jump into becoming an investor, I help them through that journey, right? How can I empower people to do that? And then Aspire is just look, look at my journey and, and, and follow that uh, to an extent and let, that, let me be your vehicle, right? Or let me be uh, more or less a, 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 a figure that you can go back and, and say, you know what? I, I want to be able to do some of those things. How can I get to those things? Right. Yeah, that's awesome. And I, you know, one thing that I, I I'll take away from this is going back to the, what you were discussing earlier. And mm -hmm. for those listening, you know, you discussed earlier about it doesn't have to be perfect. Right. You know, you can always change it as you go, but what you just said as well, if you go forward with the, the thought process of, Hey, I might make this, you know, podcast and 20 episodes in, it might be horrible, but maybe I said one thing in episode four that changed one life. Now, wasn't it worth it? Right. You know, yes. so that is something that I think if listeners listen to that and the wisdom you just shared will really get you over the fear to take action the, the, of being perfect. Yep. And taking imperfect action because it could just simply be like you said, it could be one line in your book. It could be right. one thing you said in a Facebook live. It could be almost anything. It doesn't have to be the great, you know, the entire, the entirety of the thing. It can just be one small thing. And if you would have never put it out there, then you're never going to change that life. So I, I love that. I think that's yeah, a, definitely. that's a great way to take action, you know? Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and talking about action too, a lot of people get hung up on how did I get started? How did I do this? And, you know, procrastination, right? So I, I guess I'll just give you something that I learned from my mentor. And he said, you know, and I'll relate it to like a book, for instance, if, um, if you want to write a book and, and you just don't know where to start because you're so hung up on the process or how am I going to write this or that, or I don't know what to write, he, you know, he talks about, well, just write out a, uh, you know, the outline. Well, I don't know how to write the outline. Okay, well, then write out the, um, 
uh, a paragraph, the title of the, of the book, okay, I don't know the title book, write out a paragraph, okay, I don't know the paragraph, write out a sentence, okay, I don't know that, write a, a word. Bottom line, take action, do something, right? Don't get hung up on not doing anything, just do something that is going to trigger the next step and, and the next step and the next step. And so if you get hung up on how am I going to do this, you know, it, it's going to be very difficult. With my podcast, when I started, you know, I had all these ideas and I said, okay, I want to do this. I want to do that. What did I need? Okay. I need a microphone. What can I get a microphone? So I started looking at all these things and I said, you know what, let me just start buying things little by little and start getting them, whether they work or not, it doesn't matter. I'm going to get them. I got him. I connected with a few people that already had a podcast. I'm like, Hey, what do you use to edit, you know, the, the, the podcast or what do you use to do this or that? And so I just started gathering all of the available data. And then based on that created, you know, a, a product, whether it's good or not, don't get hung up too much on that is you have something to share. Yes, definitely. Cause if you would have never started, then right. nobody's going to be able to get that message. Correct. So, yeah. I love that. Well, we're going to wrap it up and, um, yep. I wanted to real quickly just give three takeaways that I got three, three okay. big takeaways as we were going through this that I got from you. Um, one, when you were discussing when you were younger and you had just moved to the States and you found yourself in this new place and a new, you know, you, you were, it was, it was scary for you. Yeah. You know, you didn't speak the language. You didn't have all your friends. You were a brand new place to live. And um, you wanted to go back into your comfort zone, that escape hatch. And that was your first thought. And you relayed yep. how as entrepreneurs, as just human beings, we tend to look at that. Like if we're right. trying to do something that's hard and we're afraid, we tend to go back into that escape hatch. So I thought that was very a, a very useful way to tell that story. And it's very useful for people listening to rem remind themselves, hey, yep. push through the fear and don't take the easy way back out of the escape hatch, you know, eliminate, I think it was Tony Robbins that talked about, and I heard it from Russell Brunson, but, um, you know, burn the, basically burn the you boats, go to the yeah. Island, you burn the boats. Yep. Um, and that's, we almost have to put ourselves through that on a daily basis for everything right. we do. Um, and a second thing that I thought of that, uh, that, that you shared that was really interesting to me. And it was something because it was, it was very, uh, synchronicities. Is that even a word? It was a synchronicity yeah. <laughs> basically from yeah. something I'd heard earlier. Yeah. And, uh, you know, begin with the end in mind yep. and don't worry about the path to get there. Don't put, let the ego, you know, kick it out the door where you're going through that inspirational creative process, kick the ego out the door, close the door and just say, okay, create what you want in your mind in that moment of inspiration. Right. And yep. then as you just followed up with at the end here, then start taking the steps towards that baby steps, just create movement, create momentum and clarity will come from that. Right. Um, yep. And then That's last awesome. thing, and this was like, amazingly, this is one of the things that I had the hardest, you know, in my entire life, I have a hard issues with this and it's to ask for help. Mm, yep. And, you know, I think that the funny thing is, is that if we all did that, you mentioned, you know, you had, you built a network, you asked mm -hmm. for help. And a lot of us have a hard time asking for help, but people are more than willing to help. I mean, people yep. like yourself, people, yep. everybody is out there. If you just ask for the help and are open to receive that help, you will get it. Right. Um, but for some of us, it just seems to be like a, a sticking point. Like I don't like to ask for help. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, my, I, 
Yeah, that, right. I was going to say that 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 I agree with you 100% because that's been one of the biggest, like it turbocharged my business when I started oh, going nice. to my network, looking to serve them first when right. I could, and then also asking for help when I needed it. And right. it was a game changer. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and for me, that has been also one of the more difficult things to do. In, in my journey. And I think it's, it's part of that human, you know, condition, right? Um, because a lot of times we're afraid of getting that no, right? It's, it's the, that rejection of, of, of getting something, you know, or, or, or listening to that. And so that comes back to that fear, right? We, we are fearful of, of getting rejected or getting the no. And then like, okay, what do I do now? And being in real estate, being in, uh, in, in now an entrepreneur, you know, you, you, you start learning those things and you said, well, there's going to be, Les Brown talks about this. He says, uh, there's going to be a yes somewhere out there. So then he became, he started using that as a, as a game and said, well, I'm looking for the yes kind of thing, right? <laughs> and so you go out and just start finding that yes, or you start finding like, oh yeah, I want to work with you. Or yeah, you know, I want to be able to do this or whatever the case may be. And, uh, and then it's like anything else too, when, when you're looking at fear, it's not easy yet. Sometimes the best way to overcome fear is face it face on, right? So yeah. And one thing I've found that I don't know if you have too, is that the people that are really successful, that are steps ahead of you in the journey, they are some of the most willing to mm. reach down and say, Hey, let me show you how to do this, this. Yeah. And they do that from a contribution focus mentality and they're not looking for anything back in return. Yep. You know, so don't be afraid to ask. I think it's right. really important. Yep. Um, okay. So, before we go, I know you said you were going to uh, provide a free downloadable PDF of the book. Yes. You can overcome anything, which that, that is great. We'd appreciate it. So the actual, the full title is you can overcome anything, even when the world says no. Right. Correct. Yep. Um, and so is the, the link to that uh, certainabundance.com? Correct. Yes. Okay, good. I'll put that in the show notes. And then uh, you also said you would be happy and this is great too. I mean, I, as somebody who was in real estate investing yeah. previously and has used that to fund my entrepreneurial journey, which is, nice. you know, but I don't know That's how awesome. I had the smart idea to invest back then when I wasn't that smart, but somehow <laughs> I did. Um, That's awesome. You're willing to, to uh, offer a 30% discount to some of your real estate mentoring programs as well. Yes. So, right. um, well, yeah. how do, how can people get, that mentoring program. Yeah, so the, the best way to, to do that, if you go to uh, my uh, website, uh, which is www.cesar, uh, C-E-S-A-R, rspino.com And then um, you can just uh, send me a, uh, there's a way to contact me there, send me a message and just said that you heard that in this uh, podcast show. Oh, that's great. Well, I appreciate it. And yeah, anybody uh, take advantage of that when you can get mm -hmm. that. Once again, ask for the help. Yep. and receive yep, it, exactly. be willing to receive right. it um, when people are offering. So I appreciate it definitely. And I'll put these links yep. in the bio, uh, in the show notes, as long as uh, also you gave me some other links to your social yep. media platform. So I'll put that all yep. in the show notes okay. as well. So awesome. people can reach out to you. And uh, yep. it's been a pleasure. I love your story. I appreciate the fact that you are out there with a purpose to help transform lives and create that positive ripple effect. And we need more yeah. people like that. And the fact is, is there are a lot of people out there like that. And I think it's great that the listeners are getting to know that there's a lot of entrepreneurs right. that 
are, you know, impact influencers. They're not just the, uh, the way the world likes us to think of entrepreneurs as people who right. are selfish and taking. We, <laughs> I, I see our community as giving yeah. and contribution focused. So yeah, I appreciate you being one of those people as well. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here and I'm glad that you uh, gave me the opportunity to be on your show. So I really appreciate that. Yes. Well, the pleasure has been ours and the value has been amazing. So thank you. I appreciate it. And we will talk to you soon. Thank you. Wow. What another great episode. Our guests are amazing and I appreciate each and every one of them for spending some time with us. And also I appreciate you for taking the time to listen or to watch. If you find this valuable and think others would enjoy it too, would you please leave us a comment on Facebook, leave us a comment on the YouTube channel, give us a thumbs up, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to our Apple podcast and leave us a review. We would appreciate it. Any way you're watching, listening, consuming this, just to get some feedback and to see that you're enjoying the kind of content we're putting out it would mean the world to us. We want to make sure we're making a positive impact on everybody that's listening. And by doing that, you also help us make sure that other people who may need to hear the messages of my guests will also hear them. So thank you again. I appreciate it. And listen, if you've got a, a desire to start an, an impact purpose-driven business, but don't know where to start, please reach out to me. I'll be glad to jump on a call with you just to give you some advice, some things I've learned from my guests, some things I've learned from my journey. Just come find me on Facebook. It's Evans Putman, E-V-A-N-S-P-U-T-M-A-N, coaching. Evans Putman Coaching on Facebook. You can also find me on Instagram, at Evans Putman. Send me a direct message. However you want to reach out to me, just please do it. I'll be glad to jump on and help you out. And if you think you're perfect for this podcast, I can't wait to hear from you. So reach out to me as well. Thank you again. Look forward to seeing you on the next Infinite Impact Radio episode.